News Talk KZRG. News Talk KZRG. FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310, and on your smart speaker, it's News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. Lots of stuff going on in the news. Jefferson City, of course, sessions going on. He's a legislative lion, represents Neosho in the Greater Climbs, ladies and gentlemen. Ben Baker. Good morning, Ben. How are you? I'm great. Uh, you morning. Know, How are you guys? I'm well. You know, we had uh, Phil Kirpin on earlier this week with America's Commitment, and he brought up the level of commitment on uh, uh, unfunded mandates on uh, a federal level having to do with Social Security and Medicare. For the state of Missouri, uh, where are we on the amount of unfunded mandates? Well, it's it's a concern. Um, you know, Missouri's financial health is is better than many states. I think we're probably in the middle of the pack, maybe twenty third, twenty fourth, when it comes to unfunded liabilities. Um, but those obligations are, are are concerning. You know. Not only the federal mandates when it comes to health care and all of that, but also pensions. Um, and, and, you know, because of the artificial injection of so much money in the, uh, into the economy by the, the federal government in the last two years, temporarily it seems like it's on a, a better path. But, you know, that's not a true indication of where we're really at because it's artificial and, and we just push that down the road. And so there's a lot of things that figure into that. You know, the, the underlying root problem with, with that is, is how government continues to grow. You know, that's one of the reasons why I'm almost always a no on new programs and more FTEs when it comes to government, because we will never be able to address the, the root problem until we actively pursue uh, a leaner and more efficient state government that we have currently. I heard the other I... issue is... Yeah, by the way, I heard a cut saying that uh, since 2016, state spending has almost doubled. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt it. I mean, since I came in, our, our budget grew uh, immensely uh, with, the, the, again, the artificial money injected into it, mostly from the federal government. And the, the other issue is, you know, most politicians love to spend money now when they can get the credit for something new and shiny, but the real responsible thing to do is to be a steward of tax dollars looking into the future. But, you know, that's, that's not sexy to, to say, well, we save money and invest in the future when there's no immediate benefit in, in some ways. And so, but reforming government in general has to be synonymous, I believe, with addressing unfunded liabilities. Uh, Medicaid expansion is an example of that. You know, that's something that, um, the Supreme Court overruled what the legislature did and went ahead and, uh, you know, did that with uh, uh, Medicaid expansion. And, and that's a huge uh, problem financially for our state, which we, we were saying that at the time. You know, the, the other problem is anytime you even hint of considering reforms to these things, pensions, health care, uh, people come out of the woodwork. It doesn't message, message well politically. And, uh, they immediately think that, you know, it's going to hurt them, and they're told by the lobby organizations that it will affect them negatively. And, uh, but the, the, the bottom line is if it gets kicked down the road, which typically is what happens, then, you know, obviously there's a perfect storm that, that's looming with debt and other obligations. Um, and at some point there will be a, 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 a real debt crisis because of that. 
It's uh, you guys have been working on uh, some of these issues having to do with transgender children or children that are being pushed to become uh, a gender other than their actual DNA says. Uh, where are we on that? Uh, I think we're probably going to vote those bills out of General Law's committee today. Uh, one of those would be prohibiting gen- what they call gender-affirming care for minors, like puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, as well as sex reassignment surgeries. Uh, and then there's one bill that prohibits biological males from competing in women's sports. Uh, it, we had a few guests here this week that were able to tell their stories in committee who had transitioned and then as young people as um, a minor and then later detransitioned. And I'm telling you, it was just horrific to hear what they have been through as adolescents that no child should have to go through. You combine that with the Wash U whistleblower story revealing the inhumane way in that they're administering this so-called health care to children. Uh, and I think there's a lot of momentum right now growing to, to get this done. Yeah, I couldn't, I, again, it's, uh, I remember back in the days where you're in your teenage years, you're becoming an adult, and your body is, is experiencing an uh, influx of hormones, and there's a lot of confusion for children on a number of different things, mainly because they don't know how to handle the hormones. And to go and say, oh, I feel like I was born in the wrong gender, uh, you know, cut me up now is so irresponsible. It is. The model that, that, that they are pushing with this gender-affirming care is so wrong. Uh, because, you know, it, it's uh, the lack of information of, of the long-term effects. They hurry these, the, the diagnosis of gender dysphoria and then say immediately let's, let's uh, implement these different things, whether it's surgery or, or puberty blockers. And those have long-term effects that, that are just awful uh, that cannot be reversed. And these kids are dealing with just awful situations that they'll never be able to to be normal in life and, and have a family or have kids. And then, you know, there's lots of mental issues that come with that. So it's something that it's just, it's unbelievable what's happening and we have to get this done. Something that uh, I read in the, uh, read yesterday, there's uh, an organization called the Evolutionary Biology Research Group, and they are seeking to uh, eliminate the term mother and father. They only want the terms to be used of uh, they want it to be used, and you're going to love the sperm donor and egg donor. Yeah, I read that the other day, and I, I'm telling you, I just shake my head at, at the uh, the crazy things that are happening in our society right now, and people that you know just seem like are you know don't even question it, and and I'm you know feel like I'm screaming from the rooftop saying this is a problem, and people's lives will be affected by it. Uh, so we, we have to we have to deal with it as as uh, as difficult as it is and as emotional as it is for some people. Uh, we we have to address this. And, and by the way, I heard uh, one of the members of the legislature in a cut that we had, and I don't remember her name off the top of my head, and I don't have it in front of me. She actually said that uh, uh, the the bills that are being pushed are basically Jim Crow 2.0, which is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. 
It is the narrative that they're playing with this is just so wrong. They will literally tell you that just us discussing this issue is causing kids to commit suicide, and that's not the case. Uh, when you put us in that position where we have to deal with issues that the people we serve care about in our state uh, and then say you can't even discuss this, uh, that's not what, you know, we've ever done in the United States of America. As difficult as it is, as it is we have to address this and debate this and get to the right place. On that. And by the way, I, I'll just uh, say this. Gender dysphoria is a real thing. There are people that do suffer from this. The deal is, is that uh, a teenager questioning certain things which are very natural and when you're 14, 15 years old and saying, oh, you were born in the wrong thing and that's the jump to conclusion is so damaging and I, I think that no one in their right mind should be saying this is a great idea. It is. Uh, it has to be scrutinized uh, with the utmost caution right now and uh, and, and get to the place where we have laws that uh, prevent these kids from being harmed. Ben Baker, thank you for your service. Have a great day. Thank you. You, you bet you'll talk to Ben Baker next week. You'll listen to FM 102.9, 105.9, and 1310 on your smart speaker. News Talk, KZRG.